0: Welcome to the Where Does It Come From podcast. I'm Joe Salter, your podcast host and founder of Where Does It Come From, a social enterprise focusing on kind clothes that tell tales. In this podcast, I chat with amazing people who've dedicated themselves to making our world a better place through business, social enterprise, campaigning and much more. In this episode, the first since our summer break, I'm talking with the Sanja Stories team, of which I'm part. We are a group of people who have come together to pool our time, skills, experience, and energies to co-create Sanja Stories Genes and Community. Using a model of collaboration, we focused on creating genes that are good for everyone involved and the planet too. Keep listening to find out more about our unique approach. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Where Does It Come From podcast. This is our first podcast of the new series after having a summer break and I'm really excited to have a lot of people with us today there are five of us all together and we're going to be talking about a new co-created brand for regenerative denim called Sanja Stories Uh, and the whole team is with me I'm part of the team and we're really excited to tell you about it because it's been a pretty crazy last few weeks hasn't it team? (laughs) <laughs> so, Sanja Stories is something that's been created as part of the Ecosystem Incubator. We have Rachel Sheila Khan here with us, who has is the founder of that, and she'll talk a little bit about that. And what it means is we brought together skills, talents, knowledge from a number of areas, and we all share the knowledge, and we build the product, and then we share any rewards that come from that. So, it's yeah. a really new, innovative model that's happening there. So let's not waste any time. We'll go through the team and talk about everybody. So, Rachel, do you want to introduce yourself?
1: Well, sure. Um, thanks for having us on, Joe. And it's been a pleasure to work with all of you. I acknowledge every one of you for like really putting yourselves into this project. Um, so fantastic. So, yes, I'm Rachel Sheila Cannon. I am uh, the founder of the or co-founder of the Ecosystem Incubator. Um, and at Circular Earth and many other things. <laughs> However, it, the ecosystem is a place, as you right, rightly said, that you can come together and co-create in many different ways. And Sanja Storages is, is one of those brands. Uh, it's a collaborative. Um, and, yeah, we've started to bring together all of our talents. Um, my original talents uh, is, and experiences 20-odd years in design and design management. So I bring to Sanja Stories. My business acumen in building collaboratives from the ecosystem incubator, but also my design and and development experience um, and also my brand and positioning experience over the time after sort of really uh, creating a lot of brands from scratch over the last 25 years. So, um, yeah, I'll keep it brief and then I'll pass on to Claudia because she's next in my screen. Yeah, the next one.
2: Hi, I'm Claudia Kovidak, and I am a garment technologist. Um, I started uh, working with Sanja Stories for about a year ago, and I basically bring my 20 years experience and skills and on the technical side and just working with the team to create something that is innovative, that is, um, uh, diverse. And I think I feel that we really have achieved that with the product that we created. So I'm really, really happy, to, you know, that that we got so far where we are and that we're already sharing it out there in social media. So, yeah, that's really good. Abhishek, do you want to go next?
0: Because you're a very important part of this.
3: Yeah. Yeah, hi, hi, all. I'm Abhishek. And I'm very happy, you know, working with the Sanya stories. And, uh, uh, you know, I'm working with the Mishika craft since, you know, Uh, eight years and also the member of the Khali London team and uh, about you know about our denim fabric you know which is a completely organic fabric and uh, uh, we are following all the you know all the moral values and all the sustainable things in this and
0: it's lovely to have you part of the team Abhishek Abhishek's based in Jaipur and I've had the honour of meeting him there and seeing his lovely family and members of the team have been out and worked with Abhishek alongside him um, in his wonderful social enterprise factory. Because you you do a lot creating livelihoods and skills for vulnerable people, don't you, Abhishek? Yeah. He's being modest.
1: <laughs> and I think you should should sort of uh, represent as well Guruji, who's actually created the amazing pattern. This wasn't an easy design to trans. Late in terms of from the design to the pattern, so yeah, you've got like a hugely skilled team, um, in your, in your area. Mm.
0: Wonderful. And um Kishore, who brings with us his experience and stories and values, would you like to introduce yourself and what you do?
4: I'm Kishore. I'm part of the Kadi London team, and uh, I've been working with rural communities, mostly in India, for about more than fifty years now. Uh, I'm based in UK now, but I've been working in India for about in India itself for about 30 years. The, my main work has been to see how to make the communities aut- uh, autonomous, self-dependent, and the work that we are doing now I think fits very well into that mode. That you know we are trying to make sure that the farmers and the artisans are paid well and they have control over what they're doing.
0: Yeah. I think it's fair to say Kishore is the founder of Cardi London, not part of the Cardi London team. And last and least is me. Um, so you hopefully know I'm Joe Salter, I'm the founder of Where Does It Come From? I'm now director of Cardi London and I run the, the Where Does It Come From podcast. And my passion is in the storytelling and supply value chain side. So bringing everything through and letting people be aware of all the people all the processes that are involved in the items that they use in their daily life and trying to make it better so trying to make things more sustainable regenerative um, fair for the people who are working there and uh, improve people's lives rebalance people's lives across the world and our ecosystem too so I think together we are a fabulous team working on this product do you want to say a little bit about the jeans, Rachel.
1: I can, yes. I've actually got them here, so I'm going to oh, oh. show them. <laughs> you can't see them massively, but we'll have pictures and things like that. But yeah. it's been designed so that you can adjust it up and down. You can with your weight or with the different people that might wear it over time. It's also adjustable in length. Um and it also has a modular knee that you can take out. So when those knees get um ragged and hold. You can actually take out the whole knee and put a new knee in. Same with pocket bags. Um, it's also created naked. So uh, this has no dyes or chemicals on it. Uh, it's in its naked form. And that gives you the opportunity as a a user, and I say the word user because <laughs> I'm very conscious of my language, uh, because we use clothes, I cannot eat it. <laughs> <laughs> the user can then put their own mark on it uh, customize it. They can come to a natural dye workshop or they can uh, come to a block printing workshop or an embroidery workshop, or even add cool patches so that they can create that emotional durability and longevity of joy and use of the item um, Hopefully with our um, custodianship, we can help people to do that also in a a sustainable way and make sure that there's no toxins added to that to the item so that then it can go back to the ground. So um, I think it is regenerative in its in its by nature. It can go back into the ground, but it also is thinking about that longevity. Um, So, yeah, absolutely love it.
0: And I think for me, that that's what fits so well with the whole stories. That's why we are Sanja stories. Sanja is um, collaboration, sharing in Hindi. And sto- the stories part is really important. So not only are we getting the story all the way through from the cotton farm to when you receive your genes. And I love the word user because I hate the word consumer. Um, but we've also inviting people to become part of a community and share their own story, you know, personalize these genes, share what they're doing with them, pass it along to the next person who can then do the same until they, after hopefully a really long time, get back into the ground.
1: So hundred yeah, percent, but there's also the business story, right? As well. Yeah. At the same time, there's a whole business story around it, how we actually create business systems to create uh thrivability for everyone in the system and not a top down approach. Um yeah. yeah. And, and I think
2: what I found interesting that we've done so far is the, um, the way we have had uh, taken our time to design and really think through what the life of the product will be, like whilst we're creating it and after. Um, I think for me, it's been really interesting as a garment technologist that I'm able to use my skills to put some circularity to the product. And that's really been um, new to me. That was going to be my next. So, Claudia, can you talk
0: a bit about the garment technology side of these genes? Because, you know, it's, I think it's an underrepresented field of, um, you know, the whole garment industry's garment
2: technology. Garments have to work. Garments have to work. But also, I think, uh, it, it has to start from the initial concept, uh, that you have to think through how it's going to be developed and how, is going to be produced, trying to um, minimize the amount of samples you're going to create, and also uh, how you're just not going to create waste, unnecessary waste. Like for example, with us, we went through the sketch first, we did mock-ups first to trial different things before we actually went ahead and did a whole sample to you know to see to see it. And we also did. Um, incorporated some um, innovation like using um, clo 3 d which is something that is still quite new in the industry. And I think people are a little bit unsure how it should be used or if it can be used. I know at the moment it's not probably ready or out there for production yet, but it's definitely been really helpful uh, in the development side of it, just to kind of give us an idea how it will look on a human body without actually making a sample. And that's already really good for us because then we can see we need to make some changes to the spec or we need to make some changes to the construction. And yeah, I think I I really see that being very um, useful and but also like something that can be part of like injecting some sustainability in like different businesses. It's just trying to find those areas where it can be used and just thinking a little bit outside the box and just trying to, like, change those old, like, working ways that we have of always having to make a sample to be able to see something. It's kind of retraining our eyes as well, which is, yeah. Can you
0: just can you just briefly outline in case people don't know what it is that you mean by that the 3D stuff?
2: uh Cloak 3d basically um, you're able to um, instead of making a, a an illustrator flat sketch that you would just see on t- 2d on on your screen you can basically make a pattern and actually put it on a on, on a avatar basically and those avatars can be created to the specific measurements that you create for your customer so it's Pretty much, you know, like if you want a size 10 or, you know, size 12, you can create that on an avatar and then create your pattern on that size and put it on and you can kind of get an idea how the fabric is going to drape on the body or if there's some dragging or even like if you want to create prints, for example, if you have different, um, I found it really useful for children's work, for example, when you have prints that you need to size You can create different avatars on different sizes and just put your print on each size and you can kind of judge a little bit of how they need to be graded. So for me as a technologist, that's really, really helpful because the old ways of working, uh, you have to basically print this on on a normal printer, resize them, put them on the pattern yourselves with tape and everything, take pictures, and upload them, then send them by email. So that saves a lot of my time, you know, to get approvals done. And I, I've done that myself.
1: I like printed out the whole thing because we used to do to yeah. see prints, and I'd stick all the things together and then put them on and go. Is that what the size you want? And you'd have to grade it, especially with kids' wear, throughout like seven, thing, seven, ten sizes, things like yeah. that. Yeah.
2: yeah, and and I think it's just those things that I think people really dismisses it very quickly, like, no, 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 it's not really ready to make production. But that doesn't mean that it's not useful. Yeah, you know, There are other areas that we can use that technology.
0: No, it, sounds, it sounds really interesting. So I think anyone listening can see we've got a great team up front on the design and garment tech. And actually, before we did anything, having a really clear idea of what we wanted to do. Um, and then after...
3: Yeah, I think, I think you know, it's a Sunday story. It's a very unique story. Because, you know, in the world, less people are using, you know, hand spun denim fabric, you know. And the fabric specialities. you know, the fabric in winter, it will, in winter, fabric will be, you know, uh, like uh, hot. And in uh, summer, fabric will be cold. So there is some unique specialty of the Kadi fabric. So tell us, think-
0: tell us some more about the fabric, Abhishek. Where's, where's the fabric co- come from and, and why do you love it so much?
3: Oh, fabric is coming from, you know, there the is an organization which is called Udyog Bharti and it was established in 1957. And uh, and fabric is, you know, uh, it's a complete, you know, organic fabric. And uh, so, like this, you know. Nice.
0: Udyog, um,
4: carry on for the show. Nothing I'll add to it because there's no chemicals used either for fertilizers or pesticides, and also, I mean, it's uh, grown in rain-fed areas. Mm. So you don't use too much water. And uh, there's a peer group certification system most of the time. So it's the villages themselves. So the village is working as a community to make sure that you're doing it right, each farmer, not just for cotton, for other crops.
0: Kishore and Abhishek and myself have kind of worked on the back end of this, on the getting all the steps together, so all the way from... The cotton to feed into the designs at the front, although we've been much more collaborative than that, but it's tended that way because that's where our talents have lied. So, as Kishore was saying, we wanted to have cotton that was organic, um, farmed uh, in ways without the nasties added in, but in community based um areas, really, as well. Kishore, wasn't it?
4: Yeah,
0: yeah, so we, we're going to know is exactly- rain
4: and rain-fed areas, so,
0: rain so, so. areas, exactly. So, it's similar to stuff that. Um, where does it come from other brands have worked on in the past where you want to take cotton often gets criticized for being the dirty um thirsty crop but the cotton that we're using is indigenous to that area so it doesn't require the water um to be added because it, it's rain-fed as Kishore said and because it's um naturally resistant to the bugs of that area, it doesn't need all of the pesticides. Uh, so we, we will know the area. We'll be able to tell you where the cotton grew and how it was grown for your genus, because that's going to be part of the story.
4: So so I, it's spun and handwoven.
0: Yeah. Then the next stage, once you've identified the cotton, is it's spun and handwoven. You, you tell us about that, Kishore.
4: I mean, it's spun, it's, it's it's a part of the tradition which Gandhi started for India's independence movement, was to use fabrics as a part of the struggle and to organize people. So it was called, that's where the word Khadi comes from. Uh, And uh, I think this community is coming together with enterprises helping them to, and and it used to be spun on a traditional spinning wheel, but now they're doing it on a miniature scaled-down model of a spinning machine of the industry. And it's hand-woven. So using stand looms right now, most of the time. And it's done in a cooperative setup. Udyabhwarthi, which I wish I'd mention. is a cooperative. So, and it, in, by because it's certified by the government, they have to pay certain amount of wages, which are fair. But also on top of that, they have to provide other welfare activities, like health and education benefits and pension. So I think in that sense, it's a very fair setup. And all, it provides other opportunities. Because for women who are coming to spinning, some of them prefer to do it wrong. home. They also have workshops where they come in so they get a feeling of community of spinners getting out of the home. It's a big benefit for women working the in those areas
0: and it's community led as well so the your party will support what those particular people want rather than telling them this is what you must have but i think um i mean i've I've been to a myself and I've worked with them for many many years, and I think another Accolade is that Patagonia have recently started working with Odjogbati to produce denim and other project uh, other fabrics for there So we know, we know, and we can be sure that um it's a very trustworthy, wonderful organization, and we're we're big fans.
4: And for denim technology, Odjogbati has been working with Arvind, which yeah. is the denim manufacturer in India.
0: Yeah. So, so we're we're very happy with the story at that end, and we've got a really good relation with Cabin, who is um one of the heads of, of bharti as well. So once we have the denim um, that's been created from these indigenous seeds, and then hand spun and hand woven, which also means, by the way, that there's no um carbon used or very little in the production of that fabric. The next stage is that goes over to Abhishek, Abhishek will be liaising with Barty the whole way through, but then it goes over to Abhishek and then it gets turned into the Sandra Stories Jeans. So can you explain a bit about your workshop, um, Abhishek, and how you're going to make the the fabric into the jeans? So
3: about, you know, like, you know, we have a, a six people team right now.
0: And you have a pattern maker, don't you?
3: Yeah, yeah. So uh, about, you know, our pattern maker, he has a you know, sound experience around uh, 40 years. And uh, he's, you know, he's following all all things, you know, uh, about, you know, his work.
0: And so the genes, the genes will be created.
3: Can, is- we can share uh, one interview of the pattern maker as well. and then
0: Yeah, lovely. We'd love to get an interview with the pattern maker because uh, he's a key part of translating the designs into the actual end product. But Abhishek, Abhishek's team in Jaipur, you're going to be turning the fabric into the Sanja jeans, aren't you? Yes. So it's going to be pretty amazing. And so it's all happening within the, an area of North India, the smallest area we can get, and then the jeans will be coming over to here. So I hope that gives you a sort of flavour, a snapshot of some of the things that are going on in this process. Because there's obviously the the more how do we tell the stories part? So there's the website and marketing and all of those other things happening. So you can go at any time and look at our website, sandjastories.com and find out a bit more about us. But recently we had something very exciting happen. Who wants to tell what happened a couple of weeks ago?
1: Rachel was there. You should her get Joe. Well, we maybe three of us who were there. Three,
0: of us were there. <laughs> the three, the three ladies, women were there. Um, so Safi and Minnie set up Regenerative Fashion Day the first time this year. Um, and it's going to happen every year on the 14th of September. And that goes. As part of London Fashion Week. Now we were involved, Cardi London was involved in um helping with that event. And so we managed to get our Sanja Stories jeans sample, which Abhishek had um has worked on with um Guruji, the pattern maker. So we got that sample over in time to go onto the catwalk as part of that show, which was amazing. So three of us were in the audience going, Oh my god, our jeans are on the catwalk, but it was totally wonderful but then what came out of that as well was the next day the model who was wearing our jeans was appearing in the Guardian newspaper as one of the photos of the week so that was pretty awesome as well and there's been photos shared because i mean he really was aaron really was an amazing model and the jeans looked fantastic so we were really really excited about that um probably haven't feet haven't quite hit the ground from that one yet and rachel do you want to explain what's happening this sunday
1: and this Sunday we will be at Sustainable Fashion Week um, over in Brighton. Um, the Ecosystem Incubator are sponsoring, um, or part sponsoring that I wouldn't say fully sponsoring, part sponsoring with other people, collaborative sponsoring. Everything's collaborative in our world. Um, and we will be again on uh, a flash cat walk there, and uh, Joe and I will be on stage talking about circularity because i am a circularity expert and we have written a book on it Uh, we'll be talking about that (laughs) and the the genes and how it is in the circular and regenerative realm so i'm looking forward to that and we can only go onwards and upwards
0: i think i think it's a really interesting point that you raised there rachel about um the sponsoring things together because one thing that as a small brand and where does it come from been going over 10 years can't always afford to well, can't ever afford to take part in some of these things because it's so much money but what rachel did was she said hey everyone you chip in 30 quid each and together we'll part sponsor this thing and then that gives us a platform so it's it's, it's all about that collaboration as well as the co-creation and it lifts everybody up together i think it's really important i love this way of working it works works for me and i think it works for others as well so well done
1: you've got also all of your collaborative networks yours joe and and kishore knowing safia mini Mm. that makes a huge difference for a brand do you see what i mean Um, me knowing besma Besma being a part of the incubator okay we can then get into another level and i think that that's what people listening should take away that this doesn't have to be alone um, and that then you can come together with other great minds and people who have like amazing contacts like yourselves and create something more than oneself. Um, yeah.
4: yeah. Well, and we can... Two weeks time, we, the genes will be shown at an exhibition in Nehru Centre in London. Right. Yeah. Uh, and it's part of Cadi London's annual event. And again, it's a very collaborative event. So it will be, People from India and from UK, a lot of them coming together, discussing things, showing showing off their wares, having a book launch. Yes, oh, well,
0: I'll, I'll, wave, it now, <laughs> I'll wave it again now, everyone. I'll wave it again. Yeah, I think I think um, Kishore's right there, and um, we we have. Um, work together on a wonderful event which is only in according to event by 18 days which scares me a bit. So Threads of Change will be happening from the 16th to the 20th of October at the Nehru Centre in London. Um, It's free entry but we'd appreciate any donations of course as we always would Um, and there's going to be um, a week of talks including Safia Mini, Rachel, myself, Kishore on panels. Um, We've got uh, exi- exhibition happening throughout the week, um, which has got fantastic things, including the Sanja Stories jeans, but also Himalayan yak wool. And we've got forest silks. We've got all sorts of different, I can't even think, nettle fabric, the nettle dress, Alan Brown's nettle dress is going to be there. So it's going to be...
4: designs. Um,
0: yeah, the student designs that we've worked, um, Cardi London works closely with universities and we have some student designs that are going to be. Abhishek has actually worked on those. So he's collaborated with students to produce things as well. So please do come along. The easiest way to find out about our event is to just go on to Eventbrite and look for Threads of Change. And there's a different event for each day. You can come to all of them or one of them or two of them or whatever. So we'd love to see you there. So going back to Sandra Jeans then, what are our next steps? apart from all the events
1: <laughs> well we're going to be showcasing the journey over the next five months four to five months I'd say um I don't want to be too sort of short on the time because actually this is a a long-term collaborative product project so um and we'll be showcasing the journey the next journey and you can be a part of that as a user um so you go to com and you can um pre-order the denim Either in one payment or in part payments over the five months, so that then we have the the capital to actually start this amazing project even more. But we will be inviting to you to be a part of that. Come to workshops, um, like the amazing threads of change, but with with other things around Sanja's stories. And um, yeah, welcome to be a part of that journey.
0: I think I think it's also worth saying that we decided as a team that we weren't going to crowdfund in the more usual sense. We've done crowdfunds before. It's stressful, but also it becomes money grabbing, which I know it sounds a bit, I don't know, naive perhaps, but we don't want this to just be about the money. We want people to join us and be part of this. And when you do pay your money, you're investing in the project and you're getting your jeans, but you're also becoming part of something bigger. And we're not just saying that as a, Sales technique—that really is how it is.
1: Yeah, we we'll, we will have an online platform somewhere where we can all converse and share the stories. Uh, you can share your customization, your attending the workshops, what you got from that. Um, so it becomes a collective, large story together. Uh, and I think that that's the whole for, sort of thread, for want of a better word, across the whole of the things. We've got all of our collective experience here that we're sharing and and learning from each other, really. Like I've learned so much by doing this project and I'm sure everyone else has too. And again, then it just grows into that. And Akishor gave a really good distinction earlier on, moving from we to us. And I was like, what's that distinction? <laughs> it's like the collective community. So we are we right now rather than me. And now we're moving into us. Uh, I
0: see. You. That's <laughs> <important>. <laughs> us includes you so come and join us yes us
1: yeah. includes you <laughs> yeah. but
0: seriously abhishek is there as you can hello. see working while he's on the call you're on mute abs hello hello yeah.
3: so about you know festival we made you know one dress uh mm-hmm. this we will this is a khadi fabric a mm-hmm. natural dyed a mm-hmm. factory and this we will represent in you know, upcoming festival on 16 October. Beautiful, Abhishek. I might steal that actually. That's
1: beautiful.
3: Really <laughs> That's beautiful. And one more thing. And one more thing. You know, nowadays, you know, we made some, you know, OT dresses for doctors. And uh, you know, the fabric is specialty because nowadays, you know, doctors are wearing you know synthetic fabric, you know, operation theater, and they are not feeling comfortable. So when we, you know, made these dresses and we, we have, you know, a lot of appreciation from the hospital team and they said, please make, you know, more set for us. So now, you know, we have a 50 set order and recently we met and they are feeling, you know, very good, you know, because now, because, you know, 12 hours, they are wearing the synthetic fabric and they feel, you know, very irritating and now, So they are wearing this and so good.
0: Especially in India, it must be so hot for doctors who are operating, wearing synthetic fabrics. Yes. As everyone can see, Abhishek is extremely busy. He's in the workshop today. And this is where your Sanja jeans will be made. So you can be part of this. Going back to the doctor's things, though, it does seem to me crazy, doesn't it, that the doctor's... Don't have this, you know, even in the, in the UK, we would love to have our doctors wearing breathable, comfortable fabrics when they're working. It's just it's just a no brainer, isn't it, really? When you think about it, yes.
3: some doctors, you know, they are, they are wearing the, this dress and they they watch in the in the night. Again, They wear the same dress. They said, you know, they said, please make more dresses. So <laughs> and it was a order from a very reputed, you know, hospital of India, which is called MS.
0: Hopefully you'll be getting some more orders from hospitals for that because it makes a huge amount of sense. Anyway, I, I better wrap up now because we don't want to make this too long. It's been um, you've heard about our amazing journey. You've met everybody. Um, it's on the core team. There's obviously a lot of other people involved as well. Um, but do go to our website, SanjaStories.com and find out more about what we're doing. And please do join us. We would love to have You join us, contribute, pre-order your jeans or start a process of um, installments to pre-order your jeans and become part of the journey. And the more people we get signing up, the earlier we can get on with actually creating them in Abhishek's area. The fabric can get created um, out in Udjog and we're really, really keen to get going on that aren't we everybody as you can tell as well abhishek being in jaipur we have the usual connection interesting things going on which is how we work but that's part of working in the global world that we live in and we're so grateful to have technologies like zoom that we can actually use so we can talk to each other so any comments from the rest of the team
1: before we close this we got everything we cover everything
2: Oh, no, I'm
1: sure we could go on for an, another hour, you know, to be honest. I was like, I wanted to, to cover about the the sizing bit and how sizing is so important to actually longevity as well. You know, that's a big part of circularity is making sure some it fits, you know, that it actually fits and it feels comfortable and you want to keep it you know so.
0: and, and flexible sizing because we all put a little bit of weight on maybe over christmas or you know or lose a bit of weight or you know people grow. I want
1: to pass it down to our sons or daughters Oh, that's yeah. the other thing is that this is completely generic it's not for a woman or a man it's for both genders um and all sizes so yeah. Yeah. exactly so do do please get in touch do please pre-order
0: we promise you it's going to be amazing and hopefully we'll see some of you in Brighton and at Threads of Change and into the future but do come and join us it'll be wonderful to have you and thank you very much to listening sandjastories.com. Thank you for listening to the Where Does It Come From podcast. Please rate us on your platform and follow us so that we can share this podcast with more people. And if you'd like to find out more about the work of Where Does It Come From? please visit our website on wheredoesitcomefrom.co.uk for kind clothes that tell tales.